it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Happy New Year to all of you listening in on Talking Fast. And if you guys are a fan of the NFL, like I am, and if you're watching on YouTube, you see I have my Cleveland Browns jersey on because it is officially playoff season. And the Browns are in for the first time in 18 years, and I cannot tell you how excited I am about this. But, of course, if you follow me on social media, at Sassy Steffi on Instagram and Twitter, you know that I have been a buzz about it all week, and I'm super excited. And I'm not going to get too much into that because it's all about pro wrestling here today. And But I just want to say how excited I am about playoff season. So, anyway, uh, also, speaking of social media, don't forget to go check out my Patreon. It's a new year, which means new content for you guys. So make sure you go subscribe, patreon.com slash sassysteffi. Lots of great content there. Of course, the beginning of the month, you get all the good stuff coming up this month, once it comes out, as it's coming out. And then if you subscribe, you also get all my beautiful content that I put out in the previous month. So make sure you go and check that out. And today, so cool. I got an amazing guest for you guys again. She is a former NWA World Women's Champion. You can currently see her kicking ass every Wednesday night on AEW, and I mean literally kicking ass. And in on uh, rather February 6th, you can see her in her first ever cage match as she is the owner and promoter of Mission Pro Wrestling. And she's going to be taking on Allison Kay in the cage for the very first time. I can't wait to see it because it's going to be a knockout, dragout fight between those two. And, of course, I love them both, so it's going to be very hard for me to pick. But <laughs> on to today, she is La Meta Meta. This is Thunderosa. Welcome to Talking Sass, and today I have the one, the only, Thunder Rosa. Good morning, or buenos dias. Hi. Buenos dias, everybody. <laughs> that is that is the extent of my Spanish from high school. I apologize. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not tripping. All right. Awesome. Well, I want to talk to you because you've had so many amazing things going on in the past year or so, and I'm just, oh, so much to cover, and I don't want to take up too much of your time today. So 2020, big year for you professionally and personally, and you became a U.S. citizen. Yeah, I became a U.S. citizen in 2019, February 2019, so it's been a year and some change. Mm-hmm. And um, But, yeah, like becoming a U.S. citizen for me was, like, one of the biggest things. It's so funny because, like, I was looking for something in my purse, 
and I still have the sticker that I voted. It was my first time ever in 34 years that I voted. Even when I was in Mexico, I never voted in Mexico. So this election was really, really important for me because of like, I mean, because of everything that was happening in the world. And it was like one of the hardest things I've ever done, believe it or not. I was like there, I'm just like, this is so hard. But I mean, that's great. Your first election, I know a lot of people, you know, they have their own personal opinions about all of that good stuff. But I mean, we're going to have a new president coming in very soon. So that's kind of exciting. But let's talk more about 2020 because you became a citizen and then you held seven championships at that time. I watched your, your speech that you gave that you put up on your on your blog, on your YouTube, and it was so inspirational. Like the things that you talked about, like going in and becoming an American citizen and the things that you've worked towards this entire time is just amazing. So since then, obviously, you became NWA champion at uh, one yeah. time by beating Allison K last year. And then you debuted on AEW. I mean, and you have Mission Pro going on. Girl, your schedule is just, like, crazy. It is. It is. It is. It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Actually, you can't see how I look. I wake up. I have to wake up every morning between 5.30 and 6. Otherwise, my day just, like, it's just bad. It's really, really bad. And, like, like right now, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go and get ready. And I'm going to put some makeup on, but I'm like, uh, I don't, I didn't want to be late because like, I respect your time too. And yeah, guys, this is me. This is me 90% of the time. This is how I look 90% of the time. Um, because I'm working all the time for X, Y, and Z. And, um, with all the good things that happened this year, the popularity has risen. So that means my merchandise sales have risen too. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's been like really difficult to like keep up with all, all of that, but Again, I'm super blessed, like, to see the checks that come in every week from my merchandise sales and that I am the one who can take, like, you know, 100% of the profits because when we use, like, third party, third party, sometimes we don't get all the profit. Right. And, I mean, at this time, with how things are, I need to make sure my family gets fed, you know, so uh, I'm really thankful for all the fans and all the support. That's amazing. Now, I mean, you and Allison Kay, because you beat her for the NWA championship, you guys seem to have, like, this extended feud going on through multiple promotions. In fact, I just realized yesterday, Mission Pro, which is a promotion that you help to own and run and do everything, it was officially announced you and her are in a cage match on February 6th in Buda, Texas. Yes. We, I accepted a challenge yesterday. Uh, we Love Wrestling just interviewed me for like 10 minutes and they're like started talking about it. So, yes, I accepted the challenge. I will be posting an official um, statement later on this week uh, talking about how this is going to work. But, I mean, again, she, she feels like she needs to be on my business because this year we were supposed to have a three-way with Melina, her, and I for the, in the Crockett Cup show, and mm-hmm. it never happened. So, I mean, I don't know if you read her um, Twitter, her tweets and stuff. One time I put something of a listing, and then she said that I am, like, so egocentrical, that everything's about me, blah, blah, blah. So she's, I mean, evidently, she has some sort of beef with me, and I think that she, I mean, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways, because I said it to her. Like, she's, she's, she has some, like, she's envious of my success. Mm-hmm. You know, because even though, you know, we 
we didn't have NWA, the show, um, I was able to achieve some stuff, and not by talking shit, but by really, like, putting the work in. And I think she, she got a little faulty right there, and then she, 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 I think she felt like that she, she needed to do that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens on February 6th. Well, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, this show, you guys just had a show recently, like a couple weeks ago now. And, I mean, you guys seem to be constantly building and doing all sorts of great things to put women's wrestling on another platform. Yes, yes, we are. And that's that's the goal. I think the goal is to educate, to empower, and to allow women to be themselves. Um, and I think that's very important because I feel like uh, for for so long we – there's like such a thin line for us women that we have we can't cross sometimes because if you cross it you can be labeled as this and that and that and that you know because you know this business has been run for men by men for such a long time and they are the ones who set the rules so i feel like if we allow our women to be themselves to own their sexuality to own their own persona in their own way and we teach people to respect that we're going to make a change but in the meantime it's going to be hard because like we are challenging the status quo of of society and we're challenging the status quo of the wrestling business um but um like to me it's it's like i've seen it in, in, in years it's like so interesting how uh, our sexuality has been exploited by men for them to like sell their uh uh, bras and panties, like the strip, like strip down. But then when a woman is trying to do something similar, or they're like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it because I want to do it. They're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? You know, it's just like, well, she's allowed to do it. You guys did it before, but now because she's independently doing it, now you are like saying that that's wrong. You know, so it's, that's like the like very thin line. But um, I always tell the girls like, you guys do what you want to do. And it's, it's on your morals, and it's on your limits, and it's your boundaries. And you have to learn how to have boundaries and how to set your boundaries. If you feel comfortable, you can do it. If you don't, don't do it. It's, it's always like that. Yeah, I think it's totally a double-edged sword. And, I mean, there's outside of wrestling that goes on, too, because you're thinking about, like, for example, there was a story in the news not that long ago that there was a nurse who was on OnlyFans, yes. and she got fired because she was posing however she wants in her own free time, in whatever she wants to wear. And I just find, like, society's double edge here for women is just ridiculous. Like, it's okay if a man demeans you, but if you decide that you want to pose and be beautiful in your bra and underwear, then that's totally not okay. Yeah, and it's just, again, I guess with the pandemic, a lot of that start coming up, like all the OnlyFans and the very uh, adult content. For some girls, it went really well because some of them, they were just like, you know what, this is like part of me, and I've been doing it for a long time, and I feel like it's time for me to, to come up and, and just own it. A perfect example, um, I love Katie Forbes. She's been, she's been like, she, she's killing it on OnlyFans, but that's that's her personality. She mm-hmm. she likes to dance. She likes to twerk, and she found that niche, and it's I, I respect that. Um, but, I mean, some girls, they do it, and, and they, they've been, you know, making a living out of that. And it's respect that, I mean, it, it doesn't affect me. I'm not going to go on social media and bash them, bash, you know. Yeah, definitely. For for doing that. I mean, people need to do certain stuff to make a living. And, yes, it, it will, a lot of times it will bite them in the butt. But at the same time, it's like, uh, 
again, is, is really difficult. And, um, but yeah, so it's like, there's like certain things that um, we're educating our girls in terms of, of that. And, um, and in 2021, I'm definitely like organizing a lot of stuff to, to educate um, our workers with, you know, contract, uh, con uh, any, anything with, it has to do with contracts. Um, uh, I don't know, social media, editing videos, uh, all that kind of stuff, because that's another way that they can become their own, you know, business owners. Cause yeah, their, their brand is their business. And just like educating them in that way and uh, opening doors and opening opportunities for them. Um, I think it will, it will go a long, a long way. And this is for workers, for referees, for people in production. I mean, we really wanna, we really wanna do something different. I, I think we wanna do something that has never been done before, and with that comes a lot of, um, a lot of backlash and a lot of like, you know, that just criticism because it's new. And when you're doing something new, people are afraid of it. But we're used to it. I'm ready. Well, I, I have mean, nothing to lose. I yeah, have nothing to lose. Yeah, coming up as a woman in the business anyway, you face these controversies anyway different things, different times, depending on what's going on in the world. So it's nothing new for women's wrestling. And that the fact that you're willing to go out and put forth more effort to make sure that people know how to handle their own brand is just, it's nothing short of inspirational for some of these women. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's again, educa education is empowering, empowerment, more than just like giving them a booking. If, uh, if they want to learn from what we have to offer, there you go, we did something. Even if it's just one person, this person is able to change their life, we're making a, we're making a change, no matter what, because that person will teach somebody else. And my, my whole thing is, like, uh, be a sister's keeper kind of thing. Like, uh, for me, like, some people in this business, they went out of their way to help me when I had, like, the roughest times in, in some uh, times in my career. And I'm just paying back that uh that help that they gave me. And then this is what I teach my students, this is what I teach people that I work with, that you have, in order for us to change and change the mentality, we have to help each other. And I'm just saying, oh, let me post a, post a, let me post a really nice post. No, it's like actually creating change and, and taking action, which is the hardest part, because we can all criticize and say X, Y, and Z, but putting all the work, they don't want to do it, especially, especially if you're still like working on your own career. Mm -hmm. But I mean, for me, it's this is the most important part right now that my name is hot. It's not gonna matter when my name is not hot. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna matter now because then now is where I have all the spotlight. Where where yes, I will have a lot more challenges in terms of time, in terms of how I'm gonna manage my own stuff. But at the same time, it's like I gotta do it now. Like I feel like I always I always feel that way even when I started when I first started, it's like I have that sense of urgency that I have to do things now and not wait until tomorrow and I wait until next year. Not, it's, it has to be now because this is, this is where the change needs to happen. Definitely. And I think with the way the pandemic is, I mean, I think a lot of people are looking at things like that now. Like these things need to be done more currently than in the future because of the way that the world is just in general. So it's awesome for that. And speaking of your students, I know, or at least I saw, that you are actually a trainer with Jazz and Rodney Mack. What, how amazing is it to work with those two? Well, Jazz and Rodney, they're like, 
there's something else, man. Um, they just like really like infiltrating in my life. Like, ooh, I was not expecting it. <laughs> and um, Jess is like a strong woman, and she's very similar than I am. Like, she wants to help. Like, she really wants to help him. Her and and Rodney, like, they're all about helping each other. And it's just like the way that they take their students. Um, they take them to like uh, they where they have bookings. They take them all. They like, drive together and stuff. Um, we treat everybody like family. And um, and uh, when they approached my husband and I about teaching teaching class and, and perhaps opening a school, I was like, I'm I'm all for it. Like, thankfully, I had the funds to like you know get a ring, and so we can start um, our little our little dojo. And it happened in like in two months, we were able to like make it happen. And right now we're running. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. <laughs> but um, you know, it's 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 really strange because you know I've been wrestling for six years, but uh, I feel like I've been wrestling for twenty. Um, there's a lot of a, a lot of things that I have to offer. I've been I've been in Japan, Mexico, Canada, Europe, uh, in five different TV shows. Uh, I'm, I'm active, and I feel like this is a great time to teach you know new generations of students, men and women, that um, that it is possible, but you just have to. Uh, you just have to really work hard for it. And even when I'm teaching class, like, uh, I'm focusing a lot on uh, personal development. It's mm-hmm. so important in professional wrestling that uh, I feel like uh, in the previous years, maybe like a decade ago, that personal development part where, like, are you kidding me? You you should be weak, right? Like, yeah. why would you be talking about that? But now it's like, no, if you don't think that way, you're not going to think about yourself as a business. You're just going to think yourself as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And this, there's way more than just being a wrestler. This is like what I was just been talking about. It's like being your own, being your own boss, using social media properly, um, learning etiquette, like business etiquette, learning how to like conduct yourself in in promotions, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff that 20 years ago that probably was not taught, and now it needs to be taught because times are changing. Even well, when I got into the business about 15 years ago, I would even say that that's not even anything. I mean, basically. They showed me the ropes, like, okay, here's how you run the ropes, here's how you take some bumps, here's some moves, okay, out the door and on to the next, basically, especially with women's wrestling, I find. No, and, and right now, we are, like, heavily focusing on recruiting women. Like, that's one of our things that we want to do, because it's so important to train women the proper way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just saying, like, we, we have uh, the right the right way. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when, when you have... Tell me what, how many female coaches do we have in the business? Oh, I wouldn't say there's probably more than 15, and that's being generous. Yes, so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not a lot of women that either take the time or feel the passion to teach other women and mm-hmm. men how to wrestle. Yeah. It's, yeah, I was thinking about it this weekend. I'm like, how many women are, like, teaching class? I'm like, I don't, I don't think that many. I mean, it's a lot of commitment, but again, it's mm-hmm. like it is time for us to start changing things. And this, in one, is by teaching others and from the beginning. I mean, I have right now six beginners. I have a ten-year-old. She's my youngest, and she is like one of the most dedicated students I had. Like she, That's she awesome. has her math at she has her math at home. She's like studying film, uh, like promo everything everything she's like on everything and she like cuts the most political 
women-driven promos ever. I love her. <laughs> They're great. She's very confident about that on your YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm gonna, probably going to have her talk about women's <laughs> wrestling. She's, she's great. Her father is super supportive. He's there every single night with her. So it's really, really cool. It's really, really cool. It's like a family family activity. And then I have one, two, three, five, four guys. And it, it, it's just amazing because um, a lot of these kids come, or these young men and women, they come with, like, with a broken heart or, like, uh, very – like, they, they – they, they, doubt themselves because people make fun of them for their dreams. We just mm-hmm. come in a professional wrestler because they think that it's done. But then when you see them develop, when you see them, like, doing their first proper forward role, you're like, oh, my God, we're doing something. <laughs> you're proud or just, yeah, so, or just the fact that they are feeling confident for the first time in their lives, is, that's, that's a huge change. And, um, like, I wasn't trained like that. I was trained to be a hard-ass. Mm-hmm. and they had no mercy. So I remember when I first started wrestling, I told my husband, I'm like, I want to be the fastest. I want I want to be the one who's like, okay, man, like, you can't do a push-up. Ooh, what? Bye. You know, like, I was trained to, like, be the best. I had to be the best because I was training with men. And I want my students to understand, you you don't necessarily have to be the best, but you have to do things right. So, uh, and they're, like, understanding that and, and coming they're coming back, which is the most important part, coming back. They feel like they can come back. So a lot of the times when you feel like you don't feel wanted or you feel like since it's uh, a style of teaching, it's not for you, you leave, and then you will, you know, drop on your dreams and whatever. So, I mean, like I said, I do a lot of self-development. We talk a lot about, you know, um, being proud of who you are and um, and working on yourself is very important inside and outside of the ring for you not to give up on your dreams. Absolutely. And because you're training during this whole pandemic situation, has that tra- has that changed your training situation? Like, do you have, like, one one member at a time, or do you still do multiple? No. Um, here in Texas, we're open 75%. Okay. So um, we're allowed to train. Um, I mean, it is hard to train mixed martial arts mm-hmm. with social distancing, but um, we encourage our students to test themselves, like, every week just to make sure, and we definitely encourage them not to go out and, and to be a crowd and, and not to do a bunch of stuff like that because we had to think about our, our peers. Mm-hmm. So uh, when there has been any incidents and where some of our students have uh, tested positive, they let us know immediately, and then we all test each other. So, uh, I mean, we've been doing that. Knock on wood, nobody has gotten positive. Mm-hmm. And even um, uh, uh, the place that we train at, uh, they're very, they're very uh, careful about that. That's awesome. And I mean, you've obviously been, you know, like you said, you're just now coming out of the gym, you've been training, you've been doing all these things during the pandemic, which a lot of people haven't had access to, because depending on where you are in the country, different availabilities to gyms. But I mean, you look amazing. Every time I see you on TV, you just, your body and everything that you've done to train is just immaculate. I just got to give you props on that. Because like, for me, it's so hard, like our gyms here in Quebec are gone they've been and it's like for me to go like outside when now it's freezing cold I'm like I don't want to do nothing (laughs) yeah I don't blame you I was looking at my pictures from when the when the pandemic started my body looks completely different Mm -hmm. um I decided to uh retake my diet series Mm -hmm. and I um I met uh, a guy he was a professional wrestler he was actually one of the first classes of uh Shawn Michaels 
So okay. he used to wrestle with Shawn Michaels. His name is John Hope. And he's like, hey, girl, you want to train with me? Like, you want me to help you with your macros? And I'm like, what are you talking about macros? Like, what is that? And I talked to him, and he's been, like, I've been working with him for, like, two, three months. If I would have, like, stick to my diet 100%, I wouldn't look the way that I look. I would look even better. But <laughs> with all the traveling, not sleeping, it's very, very hard for me because I can't, I can't probably prep for two days, and then the, the last day is just I don't have any food left. Because yeah. I don't have refrigeration stuff. I mean, it's not it's not a an excuse, but I haven't been doing my diligence to uh, really food prep. But my body looks completely different. Mm-hmm. In um, 2021, I just texted one of the girls from AEW. Um, she has an amazing body, amazing, amazing body. From the moment I saw her, like, damn, she looks good. What does she do? And uh, I was listening to a podcast, and they were like, well, if you want to look a certain way, you need to have a picture. And see that picture all the time. See, like, this is this is what I'm striving for. I just texted her today. I was like, thanks for being my fitness uh, goals for 2021. I'm going to try to look like you, but in, like, three foot smaller. Um, yeah, that's, I want to look strong. I want to feel strong. And then on top of that, because I don't know when I'm going to fight, I have to be in shape. I have mm-hmm. to be in top shape, no matter what. So today, I'm not going to lie. My workout sucked. I was completely out of breath, and I'm like, I need to work harder. Um, my my conditioning is not as good as it was two, three months ago because I haven't been doing a lot of MMA because of all the tra- traveling. Mm-hmm. But that's my goal is, like, stay consistent with that and stay consistent with MMA because I don't know when I'm going to fight. And when, uh, when they say, hey, we want you to fight this, this date, I'll be like, okay, I'm ready. So, and again, we are on the TV business, so we have to look a certain way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's a very cosmetic business. And yes. with wrestling and MMA, does that change your training depending on if you're going into a fight for MMA? Girl, when I'm, a, when I'm in fight camp, I train between five to six hours a day. Ooh. So the striking, jiu-jitsu, conditioning. Mm-hmm. So January, I have to really, like, lock my, my day down and where solely I'm going to do conditioning and striking. Then the other days I'm going to do um, – jiu-jitsu and um sparring and then the other days it's gonna i have to have a rest day or so but it's like it's so important but i'm like it's it's crazy because when you don't get no sleep it's like i don't know one of my peers like he works overnight i don't know how he does it honestly it's like the craziest thing he's in the ufc right now and i see him on my man you're crazy i just text them like every time i see like workouts that they do together i'm like i miss you guys i'm like we miss you too but they see that i'm working and they, they know i'm not just slacking yeah, but, um, cool. but, yeah, girl, it's, uh, it's being in two different um, disciplines is kind of hard. But, uh, I mean, once I I know when my fight is, I just dedicate myself to train MMA 100%. So, yeah. Awesome. And speaking of being on TV with wrestling, obviously we see you on AEW. You had your little bouts with Serena Deeb. But then somebody else who has been putting their nose in your business quite a bit, we have Britt Baker – and he's really been up in your business. Well, absolutely. Everybody's on my business. I mean, come on. I'm like one of the one of the hottest uh, talents in the world. My name has been on every every week. I'm in some article of whatever sort, which is like funny because they go on my social media. Oh, such and such said, "What did it? I put a post. Like, calm down. <laughs> of course, of course, she's gonna go and try to get in my business because. Like I said, I'm one of the hottest talents 
out there. I will say one of the best wrestlers in the world. She wants she wants to rub out of this. I mean, of course. I mean, I'm gonna whip her ass. I'm I'm gonna whip. I'm I, I keep saying I'm gonna whip her ass. Like what she did on Wednesday was so disrespectful in so many different layers. I tell you, people have a thing to disrespect me all the time. One way or another, I'm trying to be all positive and respectful and stuff, and there she comes with her cucharota, just like trying to steer stuff, you know? <laughs> like taking taking the paint off my face is like like literally taking a mask from a, uh, a mask wrestler. So yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, definitely. That's super disrespectful. So, and not only that, like she's been calling me ugly every single time she has an opportunity. Right? It's just like, dude, whatever. Whatever. You know, I, have you guys I mean, I did call her. Have did you we worked before? wrestled before? You and. Uh, yes. Yes. And all right. We did wrestle before. Yeah. Because I know the first time that you guys got into a bra, I was like, have these two ever worked together? Because the chemistry that I saw between you two, I was like, I cannot wait to see this go into an actual match because I was so into it. Yeah. That's probably why. Because there's a story. Oh, okay. well, tell us the story. <laughs> well, we we had a number. It was her and Madison Rain, and it was Holiday and I. Oh, at yeah, ROH, really? and we we were never able to finish because she got signed for AEW. So, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I am a very different wrestler than I was a year ago. Like very different in many different ways. So I expect that now that she's been picking a bone with me, that she is ready for what she's about to get, because I don't hold back. I don't hold back for nobody. I'm a five foot three little bull that is ready to ram somebody and go through that person. That's that's who I am. Well, personally, me, if I'm somebody like Britt Baker, who I know is a professional wrestler, obviously she's very talented, but she's going up against somebody who's not only trained in wrestling, but also MMA style. I'm I'm just thinking maybe I, maybe I'm a chicken shit, but I'm thinking I don't want to mess with you. Like, I, like okay, we're going to have a match, great. But I don't want to intentionally piss you off to make you even more mad because, like you said, you are that, like, pit bull inside this little container. Yes, I am. Just like that's, I, I feel like that's, that's what a lot of people do because I'm very respectful and very professional. And they just, like, be, like, you know, poking and poking me and poking me until, like, until I explode. I don't think people really see me mad. Like, really, they haven't. So she's she she if she keeps going how how she's going she's gonna see me real mad and something really bad is gonna happen to her. Well, I like I said I'm excited to see where this goes because you two just look like you're gonna tear each other apart and so excited to watch where it goes. But like I said, I don't want to take up too much of your time today because I know that you're busy. You just came from the gym, so why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and don't forget to let us know about Mission Pro for February sixth. Yes. Yeah, so let me start with Mission Pro. February 6th, we're going to be posting the card, the match cards really soon. Tickets are available on missionprowrestling.net. It's the first thing that pops up on the website. <laughs> Tickets are available. <laughs> so you should totally, totally pre, is it pre-sale? You need to buy those tickets because uh, we closed our ticket sales like a week before the show due to COVID. And we don't know if they're going to change like the capacity. So get your tickets now. Um also, we are accepting sponsors. Uh, you can email us at missionprowrestling at gmail.com. I will be responding ASAP. Um, that's what you guys can do for Mission Pro Wrestling. Um, and also, 
you can find me at sandarosa.net. All my new merchandise is, has been uploaded. I'm about to upload two more things that I haven't uploaded. But, uh, again, thank you. Go and purchase it. Don't speak. I'm not doing a calendar, so I'm just doing pictures on my website. Um, and they're just like I'm selling a certain amount, and that is it. I'm not quit making them again. Um, I have so many pictures, girl. So many good pictures. I saw. I so. looked at your website when I was researching. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you have a lot of great merchandise. Yes, 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 yes. And we're working on getting even more and better merchandise. So I listen to my I listen to my customers. Um, but you can find me there. And then on social media, you can find me in Thunder Rosa 22 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So just let me know. Awesome. Well, Thunder Rosa, it's been an absolute joy to have you on. I can't wait to see what happens with you and Allison Kay and also with you and Britt Baker. Well, stay tuned because, like I said, I don't make empty promises. So there you guys have it. That is Thunder Rosa. Don't forget to make sure to check out Mission Pro, her and Allison Kay in a cage match. I was in a cage match with Allison Kay, but luckily I was on the same side as her, so I don't know. It might be tougher than Rosa. I'm looking forward to this match. So I hope you guys will go check it out as well. That's February 6th, Mission Pro Wrestling in Buda, Texas. And, of course, I am Sassy Steffi. Thank you guys so much for joining me today on Talking Sass. Until next time. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOC Nation. Since 2012, HIAC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the wrestling historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, 
This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.